y'all. Welcome back to Gather the Scattered Podcast. My name is Casey Purvis, and I am your host. If today is your first time listening in, thank you so much for being here and welcome. And for everyone else, welcome back. So this month, I wanted to dedicate all of my episodes to military spouses, their families, and to the soldiers themselves. And I wanted to share with you some people that I personally look up to And I know that you can learn from them as well. They are just such a wealth of knowledge and so encouraging through all the many challenges and changes that um, that military families go through. So today I'm going to introduce you to a lady named Corey Reeder. She is a military spouse who shares encouraging tips, resources, and her faith on her social media and her blog. I personally follow her and I just think that she is such a light. So I hope that you enjoy in our conversation today. Hi, Corey. Thank Hello. you so much for being on the pod- Gather the Scatter podcast today. I'm so excited to have you today. Thank you. Glad oh, to be here. Absolutely. So can you tell us where you're currently stationed and the journey of how you and your family decided on active duty? I truly feel like there is always such a unique story. Yeah, that's for sure. I know (laughs) there's like no traditional way anymore. I feel like maybe there used to be, but yeah, there's not really anymore. Um, So I am currently in Colorado Springs, Colorado, um, which is awesome. We are loving it. <laughs> and um, so my husband, we actually had been married a couple years and he, we were working in full-time ministry at a Christian camp and he had always thought about the military, decided to go to Bible college instead, actually, and then ended up in ministry world and knew that it was still kind of in the back of his mind and he was inching closer to 30. So he was like, if I, if I'm going to do it, I need to do it soon. Um, so yeah, he went to a recruiter's office and started the process of joining as an officer, which is a little different. Um, but he applied, went to boot camp and then, or basic training, I guess, in the army world um, for 12 weeks, went to officer candidate school um, where they commissioned when you already have a college degree, you can kind of do that route instead. So kind of like ROTC, but if you're out of college, it's a different kind of set of timeline. And then, um, yeah, so we ended up, he, um, is a logistician, so logistics um, in the army, and here we are six years later. So, <laughs> well, how many duty stations have y'all been at so far? So uh, we have been at three total. Um, we have been at Fort Greg Adams, which is formerly Fort Lee near Richmond, Virginia. We were there twice. So because we were already married, I was got, got to come with him to. Um, one of the earlier stages of his training, which a lot of people, um, you know, if you're right out of ROTC, some people aren't, don't PCS to that. Um, but yeah, so we were at Virginia and then central Texas at Fort Cavazos, formerly Fort Hood, and then, uh, back to Fort Lee, Virginia. And then now we're in Colorado. So, you know, it is just such, it's, I, I think I agree with you for sure, is it's not a traditional way of getting to it. And we can kind of share in joining in the active duty world, you know, later in life. My husband, uh, he was already in 
okay. um, the National Guard at the time. And then we were looking kind of like for a career change. Okay. We always talked about going active duty. And so my my job at the time was able to to follow his job, which was really nice because anywhere we were stationed, I could have a job there too. Which yeah. Was really nice. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so it's just I think it doesn't matter how old you are unless you have to go, you know, there's a certain age threshold there. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But there's nothing wrong with joining at any time, you know, it's it's a blessing. And I think God just kind of puts that in your, in your path and it's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely different. Um, Yeah. He's definitely like been the oldest in his, you know, group for or his job position for the most part, but it's given him a lot of, you know, a lot of times they don't get first lieutenants with life experience. And so right. I feel like he's had a lot of favor with leadership just in the fact that, um, you know, he's lived outside of the military and has job yeah. experience outside. So yeah, there's definitely blessings and pros and cons to all the routes that you can take <laughs> for yeah. sure. No, and I think you live on base, right? We do. Yep. Okay. So I, I think anytime I am on base, like one of my favorite things is at nine o'clock at night. And when you get to hear taps, Oh yeah. (laughs) I don't know why that's like my favorite thing, but that's one of my favorite things about being on base in general. That's funny. Yes. Yeah. We get to hear, um, I remember the first time when we moved to Fort Hood, I think in Texas, when I heard it in the morning, um, the flag raising at Mm -hmm. six o'clock or six (laughs) 30. And it was very loud. I was like, oh, we are very close to um, the where that happens. But yeah, it's fun. And then fi- my boys love hearing the flag go down oh, yeah. every day. And sometimes we go watch the cannon shoot off, which is fun. And then oh. yeah, Taps plays, it. Taps plays at 10 p.m. here. So it's pretty oh. it's pretty late. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would actually make the 10 o'clock. I'm kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> early to bed. Kind of yeah, early. we are usually in bed. If we hear it go off, we're usually like, oh, it's time to go to bed. We are up too late. <laughs> So as as a military family, you know, we're kind of constantly juggling, juggling new environments, making new friends, moving into new houses and processing mm-hmm. changes with our children. And, you know, just the normal challenges that come in military life. Yeah. So how do you think God has prepared you and your family for those kind of things? Oh, man. <laughs> um, I think, well, personally for me, um, you know, I lost both my parents to cancer before I graduated high school. And so I think I came into military life with a pretty um, strong just understanding that like nothing on this side of heaven is as permanent as heaven. Right. And so everywhere that I went or people that I met, just all of it was temporary in the sense that it was, you know, um, yeah, preparing something for the kingdom of God or yeah, just not my forever home, you know? And so that I think mindset and just heart attitude, it, it honestly, it gives me the freedom to love every place and house and people really well and freely because I don't have this death grip on, um, oh, this isn't our forever home or, oh, I love these yeah. people. And I never want to leave. It it really opens up your hands to say, I get to love these people for a season because all of this side of heaven is a season. <laughs> and um, yeah. whoever God puts in my life right now um, is is for right now. And I get to say, see you later, whether that's 
you know, military is small in military. There's only so many bases. So it's likely yeah. that I will get to see people again. But sure. um, and then my husband was a Navy brat. So he's kind of used to the, the yeah. up and moving. Um, and so, yeah, I think just communicating to our kids, like wherever we go is going to be exciting because it's where God is wants us to be um, and not downplaying the emotions of saying goodbye. Obviously, there's like so much balance and validating the sadness that comes with saying yeah. goodbye and knowing that that's, you know, it's a, it's a blessing that we have people to grieve, that we loved really well, that we um, lived well in a place. Um, and then also exciting that, yeah, whatever God has in store for us is, is in his plan. So absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like God, like this is a calling to be able yeah. to, as a family in the military. I feel like it is an absolute true calling. I know it was for us as, whenever we were moving in 2017. And we we said goodbye to everybody, everybody mm. we had known the <laughs> whole entire life. Yeah. And, you know, I will, I'll never forget like looking people in the rearview mirror as we're leaving, like the day we're leaving. And it, and it, it is a grieving moment. But, you know, looking beyond, um, everything that you've had and everything that's about to happen and what God has for you in the future is, mm -hmm. is really something to be so exciting about, because I do feel like when you answer a call to the hard things, that's when you're going to see the fruits of your, of your labor. Yeah. So, uh, so, so anyways, um, I, I've been, I've been following you along on your, on your blog and your social media, which I think you are super awesome at connecting and sharing your faith. And, um, and I think that's great being able to mirror your faith, um, to your spouse and, you know, to your children. Could you yeah. give us some tips on how you kind of implement, um, like having a hard heart uh, towards a soft heart? Yeah. Well, we talk a lot about Pharaoh in our house. <laughs> I know Pharaoh had a, a hard heart towards what God was calling him to do. Right. And um, that's an easy story for them to connect with. And so, um, yeah, I think showing that, you know, those that have soft heart um, get to experience God's blessing. And mm -hmm. so whether that's softness towards yeah, moving and meeting new friends or softness towards their sibling that they don't always want <laughs> yes. to be gracious with. Um, and, and really, I mean, it's a, it's something I get convicted about often as well. Oh, yeah. And just, um, yeah, being obedient and gracious and, um, yeah, I really, I mean, it's just preaching the gospel. Like, you know, has God forgiven us often and every day? Yes. Like, so we need to also um, be forgiving towards our brother or towards mom or towards you, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, but often, yeah, we talk a lot about Pharaoh versus Moses and um, what, what that looks like, what obedience looks like. And that can apply to a lot of things. Like I said, it's like, brother or bitterness or or whatnot but absolutely i think it's so funny that you mentioned the pharaoh because my my youngest son that is his arch enemy when oh, okay he, when he <laughs> heard, the quintessential bad guy in the bible yes, yes he when he heard that story for the first time i mean he it immediately struck a nerve with him he's a very very empathetic child mm. <laughs> <I think that laughs> 
Yeah, I think at one point he told he told he was so mad about something one day and he's like, Well, that's where the Pharaoh went. And I was like, Whoa, whoa, yeah, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> it is really funny. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> so, um, I think I just had one more question. I have there, it's a would you rather question. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's would you rather drink gin with Ryan Reynolds? Or have a tequila with The Rock. And I think his name's Dwayne Johnson. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like you'd probably laugh a lot at either. But maybe Ryan, maybe Ryan Reynolds because I'd rather have a drink with um, his wife. <laughs> I'd be like, can I get a selfie with, um, I can't even think of her name. I know who you're talking about. Blake Lively. Yes. Um, Yeah. I'd be like, can I get get her number to meet up with? Because no, but I feel like either one would be really funny. (laughs) Right. You'd probably laugh a lot regardless. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, if I would probably choose Dwayne Johnson and the only reason for that is because I would be hoping that he would bring old Kevin Hart with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Because awesome. they are hilarious together. I don't know if they're really hilarious together in real life. In real life. <laughs> but they are funny together on, te- on television. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, I want everybody to know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, so mostly Instagram is probably where to connect. Um, it's a joyful mill spouse. Um, and then the blog is just a joyful mill spouse.com. And yeah, sometimes stuff goes up there. I'm also part of the wives of the armed forces team. So sometimes you'll see blog posts up there from me as well, um, that are army specific, um, for their team, which is fun. Um, but yeah, mostly, mostly Instagram. I know everyone's like branch out to TikTok, but I just don't have don't have time or capacity to add one more social media app to my world. So um, yeah, a lot of stories over on Instagram and um, yeah, resources there. So well, I know that our listeners are really going to enjoy our conversation. And I am truly thankful that you were able to do this today. Thanks so much for being on. Yeah, of course. I think I could talk to Corey for hours. She is so inspiring and encouraging, especially with the way she shares her faith with such ease. And I just love what she said. Nothing on this side of heaven is permanent. And it gives us the freedom to love every house and every person just so well, because to love people for a season on this side of heaven is actually just a season. And that is so true. I know that you enjoyed having Corey on this podcast as much as I did. And I hope that you will follow her along on her journey as well. She is at a joyful mill spouse on her social medias as well as a joyful mill spouse.com for her blog. And I, if you enjoyed this episode, and if you are continuing to enjoy this episode, please, if you have some time, leave a review or subscribe to this podcast. It's truly a massive help and it helps me to continue to make other um, podcasts. So thank you again for being here and showing up. And thank you so much for your time. Have an awesome week. Thank you so much for being here today. Help me gather the scattered and let's meet back here on Monday. Bye for now.